Mini time. We're doing a mini episode today. What's happening, Matt? Nothing much. How are you? I am great. I get to see your face today, so that's a Yay. change of pace. We are uh, not live. Well, I mean, no. we're live. I'm alive. You're alive. You are live from your spot. I'm live from my spot. However, we're all looking at each other through the Skype. So, yeah, I'm currently sitting on the floor of my living room at my coffee table, just like you know, a six year old. It's and great. There's nothing wrong with that. Let me turn it down no, a it's bit. everything's right with it. So, uh, since the last time we recorded, uh, how are you? How's life? Have you living? Are you living? Trying to live. Uh, things are okay. My dog uh, got a puppy that's uh, not even six months old, and he's over 50 pounds, and he's going to get heavier. And uh, I think he has usurped me as head of the house. I went into bed last night, and he was just laying in my spot with his head on my pillow and refused to move. And since he was sleeping and not tearing things apart for one night, yeah. I decided to just leave him there. So he won. How about you? Uh, me? I've watched some things. I've learned some things. I've um, I've slept. I've woke up. And then we're here. Yep. So that's how we are. Uh, so we're going to do a mini episode. Hopefully we start doing this more uh, on the off weeks. But we aren't actually recording the episodes. We'll be doing a little bit of these. I apologize need- for your left to right this evening. My well, we technology is to- being difficult. We need to have uh, uh, our own little theme for the mini episode, like, it's not a full-length episode, it's a short one, or something like that. Sold. There you go. We got it. Good. I love it when you sing to us. The people love when you sing to us. So let's talk <laughs> to the people about things that we talk about. You know, we talk a lot about trailers. That seems to be one of our favorite things recently, since it's summertime. Yes. All the new things are coming out, so we're seeing all the new stuff. You have shown oh. me some magic. In the last week, did I, I, I sent you two of the three, right? You did. You did indeed. Yeah. I sent you the third. Um, but yours, let's start with yours. Let's talk with the dress movie. <laughs> it's a movie about a killer dress. It's so dumb and great. And Matt, I, I just, yes. It's from A24. It's from A24. So automatically you're like, oh, this is a prestige picture. And nope, it is. It's kind of like in the vein of a horror movie from the late 60s, early 70s, a uh, British horror film. But yeah, it's uh, about a killer dress. And this looks like it could be either incredibly dumb or, and I'm thinking it might be a surprise because A24 did pick it up. I'm thinking that it actually might be pretty good. But then again, that's coming from somebody who likes horror and you do not. Now, I will tell you, it, this is not the most scary uh, trailer I've seen this week. We'll talk about that later. But this trailer was had all the fun things. Like, this really seems yeah. like a really adventurous, fun, fun horror movie to go watch with people. Like, watching an opening weekend would be a lot of fun, I think. This is what I think I wanted the Phantom Thread to be. Strong, strong opinion there. I don't like Phantom Thread. I'm sorry. I really yes. don't like movie. We all remember that you don't like good movies. That's okay, though. <laughs> Kidding, kidding. Uh, so that was the one trailer. Uh, go watch that trailer. Uh, trailer number is two. Actually, is it something you're actually going to see? I wouldn't be against it. I'm not for it, but I don't necessarily know if I'd be against it. I like a good adventure at a movie, so I might be up for it. I might be up for that before Hobbs and Shaw, if I'm being honest with you. But that's another. Yeah, actually, actually, time. I think that that is kind of uh, kind of kind of you. Yeah, yeah. That's the way it goes. Hobbs and Shaw will make three billion dollars, and you'll still refuse to see it. Yep. I don't care. I do not follow the trends. Speaking of following <laughs> no, trends, do not. 
<laughs> is the Terminator the oh, greatest God. franchise of all time? No, not even close. Is it top even... five? No, not even close. Well, you're crazy no. now. Okay, how about premise? Oh. Let's just go with top five, big budget, last 40 years, premise movie, Terminator. Where does it fall? Where does it rank? Um, it, well, I, for, for me, number one is Back to the Future, right? Don't forget, you've got uh, Star Wars. You've got all the Marvel movies. You've got some really good DC movies thrown in. I mean, you got a lot of stuff. you got John Wick I'd put above it. Because no here's way. the problem. Shut that down. Shut okay. that down. Here's the down. problem. The original Terminator, mm-hmm. fantastic. Terminator 2 might be honestly like one of the greatest movies ever made. That's what like, I'm saying. Like in terms of pop- popcorn movies, right. But then you've got Terminator 3, which I actually really like. As many faults as it has, it has more to say about time travel theory than the first two combined. Because even as a kid when I saw the second one, I was like, wait a second. If they stop Judgment Day, they create a paradox. You're right. You have Right. And at the end of the third one, they blow up the world. And I thought, oh, they didn't, you know, cop out of it. But it's still not a great film. Then you have Terminator Salvation, which is awful. And the ending was ruined by the fans. And then you had, what, two seasons of Sarah Connor Chronicles? That does count. Which, ha- yeah, it does because it's, it, it's in there. It's all right. But then you also have Terminator Genesis. And I thought the first 30 minutes of that were interesting, and they could have gone somewhere. But then once uh, they got to present day and John Connor showed up, that movie went down the toilet immediately. Um, I hear all these things. But what I'm saying is the first two two were so good that they can bring up the quality of all the rest of them. No. no, Two nines doesn't bring up the two and the three that that the other words were. Got a question. Would you – Say that the Lord of the Rings is a great, great series of films. Uh, they are like no. Whether or not you you like them, they are monumental achievements in filmmaking. But then you add in the Hobbit to them, and things look a little different. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I think that the last few movies for the Terminator franchise, plus the show, have really soured it, and I don't think they're going to get the response on this that they think they're going to get. I concur with that assessment. I also concur with the fact that Back to the Future is the best franchise it is. ever. Third it one, is. we can argue <laughs> that maybe this is the top fiver. Rambo is back with the 77-year-old Sylvester Stallone kicking butt again. Right? He's 77 blood, by now. Last blood. I just, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you about this one. I don't know what to say. I don't know why. Didn't he retire? You know, you know what the uh, the trailer actually kind of reminded me of in parts. The opening reminded me of Logan. Oh, okay. Where yeah. it's like this old old killer, kind of like out in the desert, you know, and he's broken and falling apart. If they go with that aesthetic the whole time, I think I might be down. Hmm. You know, if they kind of take it because the fact they call it Last Blood means that I think they're taking it back to the first Blood roots, where it's a little more contained and not, you know, more of a parody of itself like the third one. I don't know. It's weird. Him being in that is just it looks weird it's going to be odd his skin's weird his face is freaking me out he, he's more steroid than man at this point yes and i, I love him and I, i'm he fine is, with that i don't judge that. It, you know the funny thing is he, this guy if, if you had told someone back in 1989 that he would still be making rocky spinoff movies and that there's eight of them now and only one of them is not great <laughs> you know yeah. no one would no one would believe you, but he's still cranking these things out, and they're fantastic. 
I mean, Rocky Five was on the other day, and while it's not, you know, it's not a good movie, but it's not nearly as bad as I think people remember it being. But the fact that you know he the first well, the the first four were so great, it really made it stand apart. But and it was even that, just, I don't even know if the first four were so great. Again, four was a music clip video. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was a montage. It was yep. the most eighties thing that's ever eighty. And thank God for that. So that's coming. And, I'm going to throw one extra. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, second one's still my favorite. I still think that's the best. And has my favorite movie moment of all time. When she's coming out of the coma, and he's been sitting there, and he hasn't been training, and he goes, you know, if you don't want me messing with Creed no more, I won't mess with Creed no more. And she goes, I need you to do something for me. Come here. And he leans in, and she goes, when? And the anvil hits. Like, I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it. It's my favorite movie moment of all time. Like, oh, it, that's it, good stuff. It, it's two hours like leading up to that right and you know only when he has everything right in his personal life can he go out and do what he needs to do like as a man and you know i put that probably at number one as my favorite man movie nice okay well strong opinions from you we'll definitely yeah. drive down that um there's one that i'm going to throw at you i didn't prepare you for this one have you seen the trailer for a little movie called Changeland? okay what is you it have not? I seth no i might have macaulay culkin no. Somebody else that I can't see right now. Yes. Devin it's, a, it's a personal crisis movie. Is it Devin Sawa? It is. Because uh, they've been some, tweeting each almost, other. Back. It's the other Devin Sawa. <laughs> the other Devin Sawa. Yeah, which one is that? Oh, uh, uh, Breck and Meyer. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Bring Breck and Meyer back from the dead. That's a random one for you. Directed by Seth Green as well. Maybe we'll talk about that in the future. Check that one out. Ooh. So Macaulay came out of retirement for this? I guess so. Rachel did. Bloom's in it? Yeah. Oh, I am so on. Brecklin Meyer. Yeah, Brenda Song. Rob yeah. Paulson. I am on board. So random. Just caught that earlier today. So that was for you. That's your treat. Thank In you. with trailers. We're done. No more trailers. Go watch them. No tra- we'll have them on the Facebook page. Now, let's talk the next year in the decade of movies, 2011. Yep. There were a few things that happened that year. I think. Let's go ahead and get the thing. It's most important to get out of the way first, and then we'll dive down to 2011. Can, can I can I can I preface this though? Oh, I thought you were going to guess what I was going to go with, but go ahead. Yes, preface it. I just want to say about 2011. Yes, um, that was the year we had our second child, and I was working my regular job about 60 hours a week, and I was releasing a music video once every eight days. So. Um, Say that I was busy is an understatement, I but I do have opinions on the ones I saw. was not doing any of those things that you just said. I was goofing off, probably. <laughs> Maybe I was in college again by that point. I don't remember. I've blanked everything out. But what I can tell you is there's one thing, and one thing alone that always will give 2011 a black eye. The artist won the Academy Award for Best Movie that year. How I got happened, problems with that when that happened, who got paid off for that, nobody will ever know. But that is top, top five? It's top five worst ever, right? Well, yeah. Here's the thing. It's a, first of all, it's a remake of uh, Singing in the Rain yes. and not a good one. Yes. It's like the exact, exact same plot. And also, you know how in Singing in the Rain when they would do the, uh, the you know, these took place in the 20s and they showed movies made in the 20s. They looked like movies made in the 20s. My problem with the artist was the silent movies they showed looked like movies made in the 40s. Oh. They were not shot 
the way that movies in the twenties were shot. And for me, like that, like I, I don't understand something that's supposed to be so in love the one with thing. Hollywood, how they could screw that up so badly. Well, no more wasted time on that. Not important. Forget about that Fuck movie. Nobody cares. More importantly, the good movies. Well, do we want to start good or bad? 2011. You can do bad. Bad. Let's go bad right now. There were plenty of bad 2011 movies, Lots. even on the quote-unquote good list. As I'm looking through here, Rango. Did you see Rango? I own Rango because when I signed up for Voodoo, they gave it to me. That movie, I can watch a lot of things when I'm really, really enjoying life. And that <laughs> movie... Ruined my enjoying life moment, as I recall, and I didn't make it through thirty minutes because it was so bad. Well, not not only not only is it not like a good movie, but ILM did the animation; like they shot the whole thing on video, yeah, and they animated to that as reference. And the problem is, they went like this kind of weird photorealistic uh, rendering, yeah. but with more cartoonish design, and it looks weird. Boo, boo, boo. on that one. A uh, big disappointment for me, the Adjustment Bureau. Uh, that was a. Oh uh, yeah, it's a really good short story. I like the short story, and I thought, oh great, they'll do another one of these movies. They usually do these movies pretty well. Nope, it was garbage. I, I got ten minutes in. I'm like, um, nah, nah. The best thing about it was they made fun of it on SNL called with the Bajency about people who don't like beyonce and that's the best thing about that movie like how did you how did they mess that up so bad sometimes i just i, I, I don't just wonder like how they mess things up so bad um you know it's really it's too easy to do adam sandler movies so there's really no even use in talking about them i think jack and jill was the one uh you know you're looking through the list bucky larson again oh that that's an infamous uh zero on rotten tomatoes very few yeah. movies have a zero well, that's and have you ridiculous. seen bucky larson uh, i actually did and i laughed and I don't care what anybody I sat says. down and watched it, and I'm like, oh, man, this is bad. I mean, it wasn't great, Nick but I laughed. Nick, Nick Swartzen deserved better. The number three on the IMDb Worst Movies of 2011 called Abduction. That's ridiculous. That movie was okay. It was okay. It had the guy from Twilight, uh, Taylor Lautner. Alfred Molina was in oh, it. John Singleton directed it. Oh. That was not awful. It wasn't good, but it was And 2011 is just filled with like movies that you can totally forget. One that I suggested earlier, Season of the Witch. Oh, yeah. A little Nick Cage oh, jaunt the... through the 14th century. That one's right up there with The Last Witch Hunter. And, like, mm. they should have known better. Oh, they were still giving Kevin uh, Kevin James movies in 2011. Zookeeper looks oh, like man. they did. Yeah. Yeah, there was some. I mean, we could go deep into really. Uh, but I don't understand. Okay, perfect example. Violet and Daisy. Did you see Violet and Daisy? No. See, it's just this little movie. Uh, Saoirse Ronan, I think I nailed her name, by the way. I've been working on it. And uh, another girl were two teenage assassin girls, and they go get a tweak and easy job, and of course it doesn't work out right. But it was good. Why is that on this list? It doesn't matter. Now they've made me mad. Forget bad movies. Let's talk good movies of 2011. What's your favorite movie of 2011? I've gone back and forth, but it seems to be pretty easy. It's going to be Drive. I just don't see how it's not Drive. All things considered, there's some really good quality cinema. The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo was such an amazing in-movie moment to be able to see that in the theater the first time. It was so intense. The ride was just adrenaline-filled and crazy, and I had not seen the original, so it was all new yeah. to me. Uh, so that was really good, but it's Drive. Oh uh, Yeah, I've watched the opening sequence in Drive more times than I can count. 
I will say this: the movie does start to drag about halfway through, but it's still great. It's my favorite it movie of the year. That, that and uh, Killer Joe are probably my two favorites. Yeah, I definitely want to talk about Killer Joe. I will say that I think I almost peed myself in the first scene of Drive when that music yeah. kicks in and the colors. Uh, it was just it just melted my mind. I was so excited. I I couldn't be any more thrilled when that movie started. Oh yeah, uh, Killer Joe. Tell the people about that because I, as you talked about earlier, I think it's a lost gem. Like people didn't it really is. catch on to that, but it is great. Uh, it's based on a play, if I remember correctly. Yep. Um, it stars Emile Hirsch, uh, Juno Temple, and um, Matthew McConaughey. And I think it got lost with uh, a couple other McConaughey movies that came out that year. But it's really neat because uh, Emile Hirsch plays this guy who's uh, he owes money, and he and his stepdad they decide that the best way to get the money is to hire a killer, Killer Joe, right, to kill the mom and his mom, uh, Neil Hirsch's mom, and get the uh, life insurance money. And Killer Joe is also a Texas Ranger. It's so cool. It's, it's dirty. It's creepy. It's really dirty. No one's a good character in it. No. Um, there's a really terrible scene to watch between McConaughey and Juno Temple. Um, where he's basically like they've made a deal that part of his payment is he gets to have sex with her and he like basically has to force her to undress, but then she gets pregnant and decides to keep the baby and shoots everybody. Like it's, Ooh, it's a it hell of a movie. <laughs> it is a, it is a watch. So let's, let's talk about some awesome rants. Oh, Oh, you know what? Um, so we got five minutes on the clock. Just give you a heads up on that. The tree of life, the most polarizing film, I think of 2011. <laughs> Would you agree? Yeah, it's pretty. Sometimes, when yeah. I'm not jabbing my eyeballs out, <laughs> saw it in the theater. Everybody said, oh, that's a movie you have to watch more than once. Come on, Matt. You have to watch it more than once. You have to understand things. You got to know things. You got to get the metaphors. I watched it again. Also, wanted to jab my eyeballs out. Wasn't Yeah, not worth Was not for uh, me. Bridesmaids came out that year. That's a big movie. One of the few comedies that seems to kind of hold up over the years. Still holds up. Still funny. Fast uh, Five. Rise of the Planet of the Apes, yes. That, the Rise of the Planet of the Apes, I think, is actually... I didn't like it that much, but it gave us Dawn of the Planet of the Apes and War of the Planet of the Apes, and those yes. are both incredible. I think Dawn's probably the best one, you know, the second in the, the series. Agreed. Also, have you Visual seen Goon? One, that was creepy. Goon. Oh, 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 I forgot. That was 2011? William Scott. Oh, that's so good. They're making a new one. They're making a, a, a part two. Uh, Jay Bershaw talked about it the other day. They already made it. Is there a third one? Or when did they make the second one? It might be, it might be a third one then. Because I think the second one came out like a year or two ago. I blame the internet. Teasing oh, don't forget. new Jay Bear shell news and there's not new news. Oh, and we can't sleep on The Descendants. That one's fantastic. Yeah, because it is so also it's not uplifting. Not. It is. No, uplifting. Ooh, that ending was rough. Source Code? Any love for Source Code? I never saw it. I'd watch it. I'd recommend it. It wasn't that's his, right? Yeah, it wasn't my favorite of his films, uh, but it's a. Uh, um, uh, I think it's uh, what's his name, uh, Duncan. Yeah, Duncan the Jones and stuff. Um, also, Captain America: The, the First Avenger. Uh, Joe Johnson. It's a fun comic book movie that takes place in the forties where you're punching Nazis like that. That's that's great. Uh, uh, Any more? We need to talk to Kevin. About shame about what? We need to talk about Kevin. Dude, you need to you want, take some Zola off before you watch that movie. That's for sure. 
that is a depressing yep. film. That is a hard watch. Like, that's one I don't think I ever want to watch again. And I felt like I did myself something wrong in life by having seen it. Like, I, I just, if we I could watch that movie in my brain, I would. We haven't even discussed it, but I think Sight Unseen, that's a top 10 most depressing freaking movies of the last decade, without question. <laughs> Shame also was pretty rough as well. Um, and I'm going to leave it with Contagion. I think people slept on that Soderbergh movie. Yes, they did. They did. It was the uh, the virus that was the main character. It wasn't a character like you know how it weaved in and out of everything. I really liked the heck out of that movie. It's Outbreak, but with less Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That was Cuba in I believe in Outbreak. I'm going to allow it. Yeah. I'm going to prove it. I'm going to allow it. Don't look at the internet, people. It doesn't tell the truth. Just us here. Oh, let me, oh, let me read you the joke. About then. horrible bosses. Let me read the oh. joke. Okay, Contagion is just like Outbreak with less Rene Russo. There we go. Sold. So, 2011 was a good year. Not a great year. There was no There no. Will Be Blood. I guess we can go ahead and agree. Okay, so 2010 brought us Social Network. That was the one that rolled over, or did we go uh, Scott Pilgrim? Um, Social and Network, right? I'm going to go Social Network just because I don't like the lead in Scott Pilgrim. Well, no, I think we had a vote. Okay, so Social Network, so... Social network or drive? What is the best? Oh, man. Social network. It's more engaging. It's got, yep. So, once again, social network wins the round. When Next you, when you we'll first see. said it was the best movie of the last 10 years, yep. I didn't believe you, but now I'm starting to think you might be right. But we haven't gotten okay. to Mad Max. That's true. Oh, man. We are going to have a knockdown about that. Even though we yeah, saw we are. that together, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Jeez, you went with me to had... the critics. Such wildly different experiences with that movie. You went with me to the critic screening where we saw it in 3D. Yep. Yeah, that was that was great. It was an experience. You'll hear oh. all about that whenever we get to that year. Next time it'll be 2012. But next next time we'll be back with a regular episode of the podcast. Do yep. you think we'll talk about Netflix? Always. Thank you everybody for tuning in. We'll see you, you next time. You still got me. Bye. <laughs>